and gentlemen, welcome to our show. Where are they now? Good morning, Artie. Good morning, Bobby. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Is it true you're getting ready for vacation? <laughs> I don't know. We'll okay, see. secret. Good Top morning. Secret. Uh, we got uh, and a guest right in the yeah, studio. We got our good morning, uh, a guest, Alderman. Alderman, welcome to our show. Where Pizzato. are they now? Thanks for having me. And as I say, my alderman, but I don't need anything done, no no patching or anything. Uh, I know I do have the number, and we'll give it out if I call the office or 311, but we'll get into all of that. Let's start the show, and then we'd like you to talk about your bio and your favorite sports team. So let me do a couple quick things here, and we'll start. Okay, I got a quote here. Before being elected to city council, he was a, a firefighter for 18 years and served in the local school council of Sawyer Language Academy. That's like the best experience. I was on it for eight or nine years at Saucony-ish. What a wonderful opportunity. People should do it all the time. It mm -hmm. really is. You get headaches. You get a little gray hair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got hair. <laughs> okay. He served on the Chicago City Council as alderman of the 38th Ward of the city of Chicago on the city's far northwest side. Let's welcome our guest, like I say, my alderman, Nicholas Spazzato, 38th Ward. Good morning. Good morning, alderman. Great having you. Great to be us. here. You forgot one thing? Yes. I was originally alderman of the 36th Ward. Well, I have that, a question here. How did you feel going from 36 to 38 that's remapping? How did you, how did you uh, well, feel about was, that? Well, it was a learning experience. I mean, half of... Uh, Half of 38 was 36 with the remap, so I was familiar with half of the ward. Okay. And then the other half was new to me. So hmm. nice. Uh, the, the original 36 had Galewood and Montclair area, um, and nice. then I basically uh, lost Galewood and Montclair and and picked up uh, Portage. I, I shouldn't say I picked it up. I ran in a different ward when they destroyed me. Oh. Um, they moved wow. my ward into remap uh, 10 years ago. They moved me. Uh, from my furthest northwest to my furthest southeast, nine and a half miles. So wow! wow. From Cumberland and Lawrence to Grand and Pulaski. Wow! Mm, interesting. You have forty-one precincts. Wow! That's a lot. <laughs> no, That's a lot. Not anymore. No, yeah. with the new map. Oh, the new, new map. The new map. I have has, the old one here. Right. <laughs> the new map has twenty-five. Oh, okay. But they are huge precincts. Ah. Uh, they have like two thousand people in them now, as opposed to, you know, a thousand. So. Mm. Uh, is the new map? Affected now or after this election? After the election. Okay. The uh, the seventeenth of May, uh, the new map takes effect. So. Wow. Um, Interesting. I some people are, some yeah. people are not recognizing the old maps. Some of my colleagues they fear the old residents are of no use to them, so they don't service them anymore. Oh. Um, so therefore, um, we service we service everybody old new. Strangers, uh, we, we don't turn anybody down. Okay. You take care of everybody. Nice. Do you get an opportunity to work on this remapping? Do they come to you and say, what do you think about this six blocks? That, or they that, just say that, it's yours? That's a good question. So <laughs> 10 years ago, they just absolutely destroyed me. Okay. Uh, Bob Fioretti lost 100% of his ward. Wow. Oh I lost God. 80%. Wow. And Tony Folks lost 75 We had no say, nothing. The powers of be just did it. Here it is. End of story. This time, Michelle Harris was in charge, okay. eighth ward alderman, and she said, "You're all getting together. You're going to work it out between yourselves." So anything I was took or gave up, I had to work it out with whoever I took it from or, or received. Okay. It. So this year, well, this time around, I, 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 put, I thought it was really fair. In there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's so important so that he had some input Well, yeah. In me, me along with Napolitano and Gardner mm -hmm. and Telefero, those are the people that I okay. touched and we, and we worked it out between us. So, so you kind of wow. had a friendly, let's make a deal. Yeah, I mean. It's, Coffee, a drink? Come on now. Tell us how you guys I did I mean, this. the bottom line, you have to get, you have to, everybody has to be the same number. I mean, right. so you have to be within 5% from the highest to the lowest. The the northwest side and the southwest side wars are the, the most populated in the new map. And the south side and the west side wards are the least populated. So mm -hmm. I'm, I believe, according to the map, I was five people short of the maximum I could have had. So I was the most populated, the new map, and the most populated ward in the city were some of the south side and the west side wards, where I was 57.5, 
some of the south side or west side wards are, are 52.5. So I have 5,000 more people than them on my ward. Oh, oh excellent. Well, uh, Give us your bio, because we cut you off on where were you born and all those sure. good stuff. Born, uh, and born. is that teacher here from third grade for him? I got your third grade teacher. We're just kidding you. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> born and raised in Chicago. Uh, born and raised on the northwest side. Uh, lived in the whole area my whole life. Um, um, I, it, it's really diversity in Oak Park, but I say Belmont and Harlem because more people know where Belmont and Harlem is. So kind of, kind of right in between there. Um, went to grammar school, Chicago Public Grammar School, uh, Chicago Public High School. Wasn't a place I wanted to go to. My Steinmetz, my school at the time was Steinmetz, and even though all my friends and everybody went there, I just chose not to go there. So I, I chose to go to Holy Cross. Uh, my parents struggled in their life. My dad. He had more jobs in one year than I did in my lifetime. Mm. So um, if I wanted to go to Cross, I was going to have to pitch in and pay tuition. Well, he did a good job. We know you. So God bless them both. Thank you for your good work. Yeah. And then I went there and then, um, you know, I I was a uh, started working when I was 14, like guys our age did. We were all working young. I'm talking real jobs, not babysitting or newspaper routes. And uh, as a young adult, I got a job with United Parcel Service. So. My college was United Parcel Service, served there for four years part-time, and then when I got promoted, I went full-time. So I always say my college was United Parcel Service. Okay. Wow. And when I graduated, I went uh, went full-time, and when I became 35 years old, a lot of people don't notice, I was a late bloomer as a fireman when I became 35. I'm sorry, when I became a fireman, I was 35 years old. Why, why being a fireman, not a police officer or um, a brain surgeon? Actually, I never had any desire. Well, I was too smart for college, so I could never be a brain surgeon. Okay. <laughs> um, but I never never had a desire to be a policeman. Actually, I never had a desire to be a fireman either. I just took the test in 1985, and 1993 they called me, and it was just like timing couldn't have been better. I was... Uh, Never really liked my job at UPS, even though I made a good living and my wife was able to be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, it was, it was time to move fun. on and moved on and became a fireman, and that totally changed my life. Um, sort of. It enabled me to do all the volunteering I did, the local school council, the Chamber of Commerce, the Lions Club, the Fathers Club. You know, you name it, I was active in my community basically from the time I became a fireman up until uh, I became an alderman. Wow. Well, wow. excellent. How long were you on the Chicago Fire Department for? Uh, 18 years. I was only wow. a, I was only a short timer compared to you with the, with the police <laughs> department. Well, I never planned on going into law enforcement. I was waiting to go in the Chicago Fire Department oh. as a oh. fireman paramedic. Right. <laughs> and at that time, I was sergeant in the Cook County Sheriff's Department. And then uh, I discussed it with my mom and dad at the time. And they said, well, you know what? You're already a sergeant, maybe stay in law enforcement, then start all over again. Right. But I went to training for the paramedics at the Mount Sinai Hospital. Wow. And I planned on going into the Chicago Fire Department as a paramedic. Yeah. But you see how things yeah, you know, go in your life. Bobby, I never me. asked you this. Is that why you volunteered the Red Cross? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. I know you volunteer at the Red Cross. Yeah, I've been a Red Cross volunteer for 52 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Come on, Bobby. You're the, not a day over 50. I what are you doing here? I started with disaster <laughs> services, and then recently I was able to get into blood, where they don't call you all hours of the night oh, to go okay. out to fires. Right. So blood is a little bit easier now. I'm married. No children. I got a beautiful wife. We reside in Glenview. We don't live in the city anymore. I grew up in Chicago and lived on the northwest side. I wow. love Chicago. I love the people of Chicago. It's the greatest city in the world. It is. You know. It is. We're all here. And, I, and I'm sure you still tell strangers you're from Chicago when you meet somebody. Oh, like absolutely. That. Like, where are you from? You don't say Glenview. You say no, Chicago. no, no. <laughs> I say I'm from Chicago, and I'm proud of it, Alderman. All right, gentlemen, here's the question. Is it going to be Arlington Bears or Chicago Bears? Good Go question. Alderman? I say Chicago Bears. You know, okay. I, I don't know. Arlington Heights may not like that, but uh, yeah. uh, hopefully they don't have They're a choice. Be Chicago. What do you say? You got the sports uh, show. What okay, do you think? Let's end this debate. Okay, go ahead. Where do the New York and New York Jets play? New Jersey. Okay. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. As long as Chicago Bears play somewhere in the Chicagoland area, they will still be called the Chicago Bears. Got no matter it. where the hell they play. There are so many sports teams that okay. have the big city that play in a local <laughs> suburb. All right. One hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> yep. You're right, Devin. Uh, any brothers or sisters? Three brothers, one sister. I'm the oldest. Oldest. And 
any of them firemen or policemen? Or? Uh, yeah, I have actually. My uh, middle brother was a, a, a fireman. He, okay. He got on the job five years before me. He okay. was, uh, I believe he was 25 when he became a fireman. He was 10 years younger than me. So okay. I was the older brother that was 35 when I came on, and he was 29, and he already had uh, five years on the job. So Excellent. Yeah. Any kids? Two daughters, a 38 and a 39 year old. Uh, nice. Are they happen to be firemen or? No, no, they're no. <laughs> fire no. paramedics. Yeah, no. fire fire okay. service. No yeah. desire for uh, public service for right. either one of them. Your favorite sports team, and then we got a caller. Uh, I, I guess I got to say the Cubs. I mean, I'm all I'm, right. I'm, Take I'm, their I'm, shirt I'm, off. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of all of them. I'm, I'm a fair weather hockey fan, but when it comes to the Cubs, the Bears, the Bulls, I'm, I'm a big fan. But I've always been a, a big time Cub fan. So I, I heard. I guess it's hard to say because I, I love the Bears, I love the Bulls. So I guess if if I had to choose, you put a gun to my head, I'm going to say the Cubs. All right. Nice. I still have a, a shirt of the Chicago Cougars. Go ahead, look it up. Mm. Bobby Hall played in that league at one time at the International Amphitheater. Hey, we got a caller. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, good morning, caller. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Hello, hello? David. David. Good morning, David. Yeah, I'm calling you from the tourist destination of San Francisco. Oh, well, and thank you. How's the weather out there? I hear there's snowing in L.A., my kid told me, you know. What's happening well, there? We actually, we, we actually have a brand new tourist uh, destination, and that's the patch of snow on top of the mountains. Wow! And uh, if you, they're fighting over spots to get photographed that uh, patch of snow. Really? And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, thousand dollars an acre, kind of. I mean, thousand wow. dollars a square foot, you know, to uh, to get a photograph there. Wow! Anyway, I, what I was going to yes. ask was. You know, you've, Chicago's got a long history, and you got uh, probably a lot of little local museums and things like that. We got uh, wonderful museums. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, you uh, you've got the opportunity as uh, as the world changes. You know, from the you know from the kind of like dinosaur bones uh, museums, you've got like the electronic world and you got all kinds of other different kinds of opportunities for museums and i, I was just wondering if um, if your show really deals with that you know do you explore a different place each show we don't but that's a great idea yeah. and maybe we'll start doing a segment yeah. you know maybe we could do something yeah, like that i mean one of the best museums i've ever been to other than the greek museum because i'm greek the Polish Museum. <laughs> Has anybody made it to the Polish Museum? Oh my God, they got some beautiful well, costumes. It's the greatest museum. But there in the are world. so many yeah. of them out there. But that's a great idea, and uh, we'll start doing that. We'll spotlight a museum. Well, thanks for calling in, David. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, and keep warm out there, huh? You know, just oh, yeah, well, oh, wait. The alderman's got a oh, question. It's, it's not for him. Oh, okay. It's, it's, thank you. All right, ahead. thank you, David. It's, it's just a public service announcement since David brought this up. We, we, all 50 of us aldermen, we have a museum pass. And if anybody, any of your listeners, want to go to any of the 10 museums or the zoo, you could stop at your alderman's office and get the pass, and you can go for free. Wow. So it's wow. a nice little perk, because mo most of them are like 25 bucks. It's yeah. good for oh, yeah. people, so it's $100 savings. So we, wow. ours is constantly used. I don't know what, what my colleagues do with theirs, but... My Absolutely. museum pass is always used, and it's also good for the Well, thank you. And, uh, that's good information. Your office Alderman. number is 773-283-3838. Did I do that right? That okay. is correct. And you're talking about museums. I think next Tuesday you can still go to the Shedd Aquarium free days for January and February. There's one more Tuesday. So enjoy it if you don't yeah. get a chance to get a pass. We have such great museums in this city. Bobby, another we caller? we got another caller. Good morning, caller. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Who do we got there? Gregory. Gregory, good morning. Good afternoon. Or good morning, gentlemen. I'm still waking up. Mixed up afternoon and morning. <laughs> okay. I have been dealing with the frustration of trying to get the cars to yield to me as a pedestrian when I present myself in Chicago on and off whenever I've resided here over the last 63 years. People have been frustrated and pining for the day when our culture will 
shift and the, the motorists will see and yield to pedestrians that present themselves in a plain crosswalk like they do where I finished growing up in California when I left Chicago in 1974 to go to high school ah. where I took driver's ed. And I'm proposing expansion of the Evanston Red Flag Program where you can, there's a dozen crosswalks where there's a red flag on a stick for the pedestrian to raise the flag and make the motorists see and yield to them so they can cross and put it in the bucket for the pedestrians coming back the other way. As a former fireman, you see the damage done when a car hits a pedestrian. Can you help us all, Dermen? Boy, that's, that's a big problem. I mean, uh, people don't stop for stop signs, let alone being aware of you have to stop when people are in the crosswalk. Um, you know, I offered some ideas of having those stop signs with the flashing like lights on them you see in the right. suburbs. Um, they don't seem to think that's a good idea. I, I don't know. But just, people are just people are just crazy now when, when, when it comes to traffic. They're yeah. cutting in front of you. I mean, go to any one of your schools in your neighborhood, and the kids are getting out. They're all honking and yelling and swearing. And, and this is Terrible. the parents. Yeah. These, these aren't strangers. These are the parents. I, I, this world has gone mad. You know, you sound like you're a little, you, or you mentioned you're a little older like myself. and Like us. Th there's no civility anymore in this world, and, and I don't have the answers. Um, but people just do not respect yeah. the law. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, thank you for that, and we'll keep pushing it. And uh, some of them had those lights, like uh, on Divine, where I lived before in Saugenish, and you can see those a long way. So maybe we pass something to maybe, put more of those in. Yeah, maybe the city can, instead of putting white lanes, they could put red or yellow, in like safety yellow, you That's know, in those idea. crosswalks, because I agree with you. Okay. You know, people drive too fast and they don't have any regard for the pedestrians crossing the street and everybody's well, in a hurry to get nowhere so if right, you, uh, <laughs> right. If, if you just drive down your street i mean i mean the only time i speed is when i'm on the expressway because if you try to do 55 on the expressway it'll run you off the road right but when right. you're in yeah. the neighborhood i do i do the 30 but you you'll see yeah. look in your rear view mirror you'll see people behind you getting Honking all pissed off yeah. flashing you're the lights looking and at you trying to get around you and everything because <laughs> yeah. you're doing 30 that's yeah. the limit i mean they, they yeah. don't and they'll pass you up, and two miles later, they'll be in front of you at that stoplight, and they, they got nowhere. There are one or two cars yeah. in front of you. Yeah. And they're in a hurry. All of them are going to go nowhere. They're, going <laughs> they're, nowhere. they're in a hurry to go nowhere. That's right. You That's know? right. It's crazy. That's right. Well, thanks right, for thank calling you again. in, Gregory. Have a great week. Bobby, I got a new one. You know how I usually say I'm older than dirt? You don't like that? I'm older than Google. You like that one better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, callers, give us a call at 773-763-9278. If you have a, a question for our guests, Alderman, it's great having you with us today. What inspires you, Alderman? Uh, just doing good and helping people. I've helped people my whole life. I was always a, an organizer, a guy who ran stuff, organized stuff. And I believe it or not, I, as a... As a teenager, a, a, a little bit older of a teenager, like 19, maybe even 20, 21, I, I always wanted to be alderman. I didn't want to be in politics. I wanted to be alderman. I think there's a big difference. I didn't want to be a state rep, a state senator, a Cook County commissioner. I just always wanted to be an alderman. So, well, um, thank no, you for doing that. No <laughs> higher aspirations than where I'm at. I've, I've you know, I I've peaked out. Yeah. And thank you for your good work. Yeah. Alderman, Brothers, was there anybody in your family? I meant to ask no. you this earlier. Nobody in politics. In politics? Nobody. And what about in the Chicago Fire Department? Did you, besides your brother, was your brother on the job before you became yeah. a firefighter? Yeah, he was on five okay. years before me. Wow. Because sometimes, you know, and someone from the family's on now, there. No, we had no history yeah. of anybody in the fire department. Uh, um, my dad longest job was his last job from the time he was like 45 to 55 and that was just a baggage handler at the airport so wow my, my interesting never really had any substantial jobs his whole life so well so well, i'm sure your dad did well what's the secret that i heard about being a fireman you're a great fireman but you also was was a wonderful cook there what was your favorite cookie uh, the dish you cooked in the kitchen come on well i got friends well, out as there far, told as far me. as cooking in the firehouse yeah i mean i was uh <laughs> i was a pizza, good i was a quite a good pizza maker and, and guys from other firehouses would call me all the time I asking that. me for my recipe so yeah uh, my my best meal was a simple meal pizza i made a really good pizza nice and i also made a um i i call it a reuben sandwich but it really wasn't but I'm sure you guys know Elliot's. You remember Elliot's? Right. I mean, I would go to Elliot's, get the corned beef. I'd, I'd grill up the corned beef in, in Swiss, and, and the guys always loved that. So that was that was two of the meals I made that were fairly simple meals, nothing complicated that 
That well, when I would cook, the guy's like, oh, I hope you're making pizza. Oh, I hope you're making the, the corned beef. And so those were like two of my specialty specialties, specialties. I would say, even though they were quite simple things and nothing nothing fancy. So, All right. What, what is your favorite dish? I, I was telling you earlier, I heard this morning, the 39th president, uh, Jimmy Carter, and our prayers go out to him, loves scrambled eggs and bacon anytime. What's your favorite dish? I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty simple guy, you know. I really like pizza, so I, I guess it's it's not nothing fancy, you know. I mean, I I would take pizza over you know over a fillet and baked potatoes, really. So. I hope you don't say anchovies. I don't. Oh like god, anchovies, oh, anchovies are delicious. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I'm I'm either a cheese or a cheese and sausage. So excellent, yeah, Bobby. I, we get another color. Yep. Boy, you're popular today, Alderman. Hey, good morning, Claire. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Claire, welcome. Good morning, everyone. Um, I have a question regarding fireworks. I live in the 40th Ward, and I'm happy that my alderman, Andre Vasquez, was taking measures to stop the craziness. With the More and more people are starting to boss fireworks early, and they continue after the 4th. And it scares dogs. It, it, it's bad. It's dangerous. And it's annoying. Do you have any solutions or any, any of your constituents in your ward talk about what we can do about this ongoing problem. Yeah, Claire, I'm glad you brought that up because the 4th of July has become my least favorite holiday because for 12 years, all I do is ride around with the cops the day before, July 3rd and July 4th, and we chase all the idiots around that are blowing off fireworks. Now, Claire, as you know, we can't stop everybody at every house, so I just try to protect my schools, my parks, and my churches. Wow. So we just circulate everywhere to chase those guys and stop them but literally on the northwest side i mean they are every block has got multiple people just going nuts and like you say they start a month before and they go a month after it has gotten out of control and i thought it was just a northwest side thing but i guess it's a whole citywide thing the people are out of control no respect for animals i'm a huge animal lover and i know what it does to animals oh um, terrible yeah it's a terrible they just it's just they, they destroy and as a fireman claire i saw what happens to people i saw the damage that's done to people that have had fires uh, garages burnt down, house fires, limbs blown limbs off. Blown oh, off. Yeah. Um, people just don't get it. I don't understand yeah. what they, why they, why they, why they enjoy doing this. I, and to me, you're literally burning up money. You're burning up money. It's true. I remember. Yeah. I yeah, remember about true. five years ago, I was with the commander, and we broke up this group of young adults. They weren't even kids. I'd say they were somewhere around forty, and very respectful. They were very nice. But we broke them up. They were just finishing. Oh, we're sorry. We're cleaning up this and that. And we, all the stuff they had. And we're like, wow, how much did you guys spend? They Hundreds. said they had they had 10 guys. They spent $1,000 a piece. They spent $10,000 wow. on fireworks to shoot off in the parking lot at the bank. At, at, it was literally at the corner of Austin and Irving. And wow. they didn't care. They just went in that lot. And they shot off $10,000 worth of fireworks. Now, I have no reason not to believe them that they spent 10000 But looking at all the burnt up fireworks they had i'm sure that they spent ten thousand dollars oh wow. I, I mean i mean they get professional stuff when i was a kid we had bottle rackets and firecrackers and even though right. I, I was never into fireworks but now once in a while an m80 but no, they were too loud yeah. never, oh my god <laughs> too, dangerous. No. too dangerous always hated them so yeah. now i hate them more as, as an elected wow and every year july 3rd july 4th i ride around with the police and we try to police and protect their neighborhood as best as possible. And there was one of the parks when I first became alderman of the 38th Ward, and that was Dunham Park. That was well known, well known for a humongous firework display. And my first year, I broke it up, and I was public enemy number one for doing that. Let me tell you. So, well, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you're, you're out there for our safety. Yeah, yeah. you know, you want to take important. care of the people. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you for calling in. I have. Oh, one more. And, and, we, and we also, too, Claire, we also put ahead, out in all our email blasts leading up to it the damages of it. They're illegal. You know, you'll be arrested. We try to threaten people. It doesn't work too well, but yeah. we give them all the information about what fireworks do, the damage it does to veterans and animals, and so on and so forth. Good, Claire. Ask your. I was just going to ask him regarding those signs. You 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 post them just like prior to the July Fourth. Are these signs up? Um, did you say there were signs you post about that? No, and in my email blast, we we start putting them out and letting them know that they're illegal, that you could be arrested, that we're going to be police in the neighborhood. Um, so yeah, they're they well, could I be. Had... Yes, Claire. 
I had a really good idea. I, I want to talk to my alderman about it, but I think there should be large signs to, uh, block by block. And, you know, Andre Vasquez has a lot of volunteers. I don't know if you have as many, but I have volunteers. Oh, you should see his volunteers. They're everywhere and, I, and they take care of things. So, and like I said earlier, my alderman, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yes. I was going to say though, we I would like to put signs up like a, a, like a month beforehand just to say, do you realize it scares animals? That That's a great idea. Wasteful. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Andre does the same thing because I know he has an email blast, so um, I'm sure he sends it out. Let yeah. people know what the consequences could be from All it. Right. Thank you, Claire. All right, Claire. Thanks Speaking for calling email in. Blast, have a great day. You got this newsletter. It's more like a book. I love it. I no. mean, well, you guys up, have it in your packages there. We put, but We put a lot of information in oh, there. Oh, it's wonderful information. Voting locations, well, jobs, early we voting. Lot, we, we put a lot of jobs in there, too. A lot of, oh, people, yeah. a lot of people have gotten jobs through our email right. blast. So. Right. I mean, so. programs, uh, special events. Thank you here. Look at this. Volunteers needed. Open houses. Uh uh, you, you just don't cut and paste, uh, you know, somebody's flyer. I yeah, mean, no, we have a lot of information yeah. in there, and in like I say, a lot of people have got it, and, and, and it, that, and that's how our uh, museum pass gets used so much because we're always promoting our museum pass, and wow. we do a once a year newsletter that we yeah. mail to every house. And and this was touching the 38th Ward Local School, School Council, Council meetings. And, it's important. And caps meetings, I put in there too. Yes, they're in here. I'm telling you. Try to get people. Try uh, to camp. try to tell them, let them know about recycling. We try to let them know about a lot. Of things, Absolutely. Right? So uh, I can't wait to go to this rummage sale uh, April 15th and 16th at the Rich Over Naval Academy. Uh, well, they had one last year. This was the most unbelievable sale I've ever seen. I can't believe the amount of stuff that it's Rick Over. Yes, Rick oh, Over. Rick Over. Ad okay. Admiral Rick Over. That's oh, the cool is named after him. Okay. Uh, what a phenomenal no, job they did. The amount of stuff they had and the deals that were there for the residents. I mean, the joint was packed. Uh, if any any of our listeners are here from the northwest side, check it out. Um, you'll find a lot of really good deals over there. Yeah, fifty seven hundred West Berteau. It's uh -huh. the old Luther North. Okay, um, you wow, got the what a beat nice meetings. Package. And tell us about this here, the thirty eighth Ward Food Drive. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's not a food drive. We're always collecting for our pantry. So okay. one, one, there's, a, there's a couple of things my office always does. We always collect for the food pantries, whether it's money or food. We're always collecting for the animals also. Okay. We're always collecting blankets, towels, pillows, leashes, you know, um, whatever, anything for animals, food. And we're also, usually summertime, usually from spring to the fall, we sell police t-shirts and all that money goes to the Police Memorial. Police Memorial. Wow. wow. To Chicago, uh, uh, the Chicago, the 16th District Police Fund and to the Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation. Oh, right. Yeah, Jack John is a good friend. From, good friend from the 16th District. Yep. He does amazing things for yes. animals and everything, so we're always helping John and raising money for him. So. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Uh, you're on a whole bunch of city council committees. Which one would you like to be on or create? Well, I'm on special events, and I'm the chairman of that committee, yeah. and it's just a, just a great committee. I, I, I renamed it the Happy Committee because... <laughs> Everything we do in that committee is happy and good things. Uh -huh. So uh, I really enjoy, one, being on that committee. I've been on that committee for my 12 years as an alderman. The last four years I've been the chairman of it. So I really enjoy that committee. Um, like I say, once again, it's all happy stuff. And some of them are a little more demanding than others. Some of them we meet, you know, three, four, five times a year. And other of them you, you meet a couple times a month. So it's a, it's a tough act to, to juggle when you're on 10 committees. I'm on 10 committees two commissions and I'm a chair of one so it's a pretty demanding schedule I wasn't too happy wow. with the mayor which oh, he gave me all that responsibility but yeah. uh, you know you must be doing something right hey yeah, Alderman you're amazing we got a break for commercials all right already. let's let's do one more thing now how do we keep you in office what do we punch where yeah. what's the number well, let's get that important. stuff out that's important I, I, before the commercials I don't think the numbers mean anything anymore okay. people just go by names so names? Yeah, okay. I gotta, gotta get out and vote um you know, hopefully everybody gets out and vote. Uh, you know, choose who you want for uh, uh, for mayor. Uh, of course, I would hope you vote for me for alderman, but it's more important for me that everybody gets out and vote. But then there's also a very important thing on there, and that's the police council. Yeah, tell us about that real quick, because I, I get flyers. That's the first time they've yeah. ever had it, right? So this right. is the first time. Yeah. So, hey, the, so, so okay. the left came up with this police, whatever, I forget what they uh -huh. call it. I, I consider it an anti-police organization. So now every police district has three members on the council. Um, so I'm pushing a slate of people, and my slate is number 
73 and 74. Okay. Which is, I call it my leprechaun slate because they're all Irish. Okay. And, and that's Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, Martin, and Murphy. 72, oh, nice. 73, yeah. and 74. So okay. And this is are, for the 16th district, this right? This is only for the 16th Northwest district. Side. Yeah. So, yeah. so there, are, there, are se- there are seven people running. Um, so, wow. Uh, and you have some beautiful mailers, whoever puts them together. Nice job. It Thank tells you. a story. My guy will be happy to know Tell that. Tell them. Very nice. Mailer. And um, support our aldermen. Thank you all. And aldermen, uh, we're going to go to commercials. Are you going to sneak out? I'll hang around a little while. Oh, that'd be wonderful. great if you could okay. stay here a little while longer. Excellent. Let's go to commercials. All right. Sounds good. Today's show is brought to you by Coors Light. Must be 21 and older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Family Entertainment by J.J. J.J. is an Arlingtonite-based family entertainer. He is an award-winning balloon artist and clown. He is also a very funny magician and a face painter who draws quick, simple designs to keep things moving. Ask J.J. about his big bubble fun and his link to the North Pole. J.J. will help you plan your party by using his years of experience as a family entertainer. Use J.J. for birthday parties, corporate events, schools, and picnics. He also makes child care, nursing home, and hospital visits. J.J. has been entertaining children and adults of all ages for over 30 years. Call now for party planning and pricing. You can reach him at 847-483-4520. J.J. is a Midwest Clown Association Hall of Fame inductee. Again, 847-483-4520. Abbott Painting, painting and decorating since 1973. Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor, whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. You shop local. You eat local. Why not bank local? Mega banks can be frustrating. When you bank local, your bankers are also your neighbors. We live in your communities. We support and volunteer for your local organizations. And when you bank local, your money supports small businesses within our community. Together, we make our community better. You get all this and access to the technology you deserve. That's banking done right. That's Byline. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. Attention out there. Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities, great part-time money, and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo. Always a blast. Welcome to JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation. Hey, 
Listen, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome our guest back, Alderman. Nicholas Posado? Um, yes, welcome back, Alderman. And who's on the phone? My friend, James Ascott. He's running for Alderman. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, good morning. Glad to be back. Well, glad to have you. Um, how's it going? You know, you're you're running for the new 34th Ward 30. remap, so... Um, you're not running against any existing alderman or alder person, I should say that correctly. But um, how are you doing on that? Well, we're, we're doing very well. Our campaign has been in full force. Of course, we have three days left, and we're out there doing as much as we can to get the, get the, the name recognition out there since it's a new, new ward and new people running. So it's exciting. Uh, obviously, the new 34th Ward, just to recap, uh, includes the loop, the West Loop, the South Loop, Greektown, University of Illinois, and Little Italy. We have a very diverse, diverse ward with different neighborhoods. And All right. we got free consultant here for you, Alderman Nick Spazzato. And it's a vertical <laughs> ward, Jim. That's a very difficult <laughs> ward, let me tell you. So Tell us uh, what that it's, means. It's, it, it, well, it's a lot of high-rises, I mean, in oh, big buildings. So it's wow. Not, it's not... You're not you're not going like our neighborhood. You're going door to door. That that you're going into big buildings with a thousand unit uh, uh, condos or apartments or whatever. That that that's that's going to be a tough ward to manage and and a campaign. Wow. So instead of the old cars and the lights and all that, you need a helicopter to fly around, huh? Well, you need, you, you need an elevator. You need an elevator pass. So elevator pass. It definitely, uh, it definitely has its challenges uh, to be able to you know reach all the constituents that live in these high rises. But we've been fortunate. We've been able to do a lot of meet and greets at, uh, at these buildings where the people get together, their boards, or or bring uh, the residents to it, and, and and have me come in and speak about the issues that we think are going to be facing in this new uh, new ward. I, I, it's a it's the, it's a ward that's really the economic engine for the city, uh, including where the West Loop is also growing to that. We have a new population in these wards with uh, people that want to be close to their work and, and uh, walk to work. Mm-hmm. So the high rises are getting uh, are getting a lot of activity. More and more are being scheduled to be to be built, and uh, but we're not there yet. Uh, the West our loop has not uh, come back fully after the pandemic. We still have only 50 percent of the office workers back in the loop, and I think you know we we're at a sort of a, a certain level of crisis point that we need to address, and I think. I think the, the major issue that uh, everyone I speak to in the, in the ward talks about crime and safety. This is a main concern. And uh, for me, uh, I, I think that uh, that has to be addressed immediately for us to get back on track. And I think the, what's needed is uh, foot patrols that need to be implemented immediately. Not only foot patrols in, throughout our ward, but also on, on platforms and city trains. Uh, if those things are met quickly, we can get back, back to where we were. Uh, people are afraid to, to come to work because uh, issues with uh, being on the train. Not only is it unsafe, but it's not clean and unreliable. These two issues of, of foot patrols and and addressing the CTA in this fashion to solve those issues with them would help tremendously. And then, of course, as the alderman knows, you know we need to address all the other issues. Yeah, homelessness is a big concern, uh, and we need to find solutions to it. Although all these all these years and budgets haven't been able to address it, so these are the things that I you know I, I think would be something that, that everyone is concerned about and wants to wants to solve. Uh, we need to address mental health. Uh, open up the clinics that were closed. Make sure that we have a, a mental health person in high schools, and as well as available for the police department, as well as the fire department. These are needed. These are our first responders, teachers firemen, police officers, and we need to make sure that they have the services needed to be able to do their job and be able to have access to mental health services. Excellent. What's uh, your number, Jimmy? What's the number we punch over there? I know I can't go vote there because I'd be breaking the rules, but what number if I lived in your... It's 52. As the ultimate says, it's only two of us on the ballot, so uh, it'll be easy to reach and see my name, Jim Ascott for Alderman. That's but it's it. 52. And I might say, I, Jim, I, I know I met you at the at the uh, I, uh, at the chamber. I think uh, the um, yeah, forgot what it was. But I but I I always thought I was a late bloomer in politics, Jim. You're <laughs> you're, you're 20 years older than I was when I got involved with politics. So I, th- I believe you're 72, right, Jim? 
Right. We'll be the senior guys there. Right, yeah. Well, I, well, actually, that's great, actually we should I be involved. elected, guys? Should I get reelected? I will be the third most, third oldest alderman in the city council. You will be reelected. I'll, I'll be the eighth, yes. eighth most senior, eighth most senior, and the third oldest. As, and Jimmy, as, Jimmy will be. And yeah. then I can say, Jimmy. You're you're uh, as old as AOL dial-up. That's it. We can use that one for well, Jimmy. Well, said he's as old as Google. I'm a Google. I'm as you old know? as Google. You know, we, we bring we bring a lot of experience to the table and leadership, yes. you know, as, as well as a concern, you know, for what we can offer to our ward and our residents. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got the experience of volunteering and all that. We've been friends for a long time. Uh, yeah. We have another friend. He's going to be 82. He wants to run for senator. I just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells people, I'm only going to run for one term because I won't be around. I said, don't use that line. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate right. what uh, you've Jimmy, done, how Jimmy. Do they, how do they get to your webpage? Um, you can always use money, or how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can reach me at the website of Jim Ascot for Alderman. So it's uh, it's Jim Ascot for for alderman.com and they can review some of the things that you know that i put on my website as far as the service and history uh all that would be uh, available to them and if they feel so uh to, to donate it would be terrific because this is the the last shot to get uh, people out to make sure that uh, we, we cover the whole ward with people that can uh, pass out you know leaflets and stuff that they know that i'm available we've been getting a good reaction so i'm, I'm very confident well Good luck. I know well, all the best to you, Jim. And as we say in Greek, work. Axios, he's worth, you know, your vote. Get out yeah. there and vote. And our alderman here. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Thank you, Good guys. luck. Alderman. Take care. Thank all you. right. Take care, let's, let's play real quick a recipe. We got Celebrate Black History Month featuring fried pork steaks in a mustard and red pepper brown gravy, air fried okra coated with red pepper, Mustard and garlic, seasoned flour, and biscuits with feta. Opa! Go ahead and play that. Georgette will be back with us in a couple weeks. Go ahead. We are celebrating Black History Month with fried pork steak and a mustard red pepper brown gravy. In a skillet, I want you to heat up about a half a cup of olive oil. And we're going to put three chopped up green onions and two sliced onions along with either a beef or mushroom bouillon cube some red pepper mustard and white pepper we want to caramelize those onions on low heat and as they caramelize we're going to add about a half a cup of green beans and continue on sauteing now we've also cut up a roasted red pepper and put that in there let that mingle now we're going to take our pork steaks and we're going to brown them on both sides in this skillet soon as we brown them let's add about a half a cup of water cover it and let it simmer for about 20 minutes we want to lock in that flavor Remove the, uncover the skillet, remove the two, the two pork steaks, and in a cup, I want you to place about two tablespoons of the fluid, of that bouillon fluid. Now, to that cup, I want you to add about two or three tablespoons of flour. Mix it until it's thoroughly mixed, there's no lumps. Add that to the skillet, and saute it for a little bit longer. Take that mixture and pour it on your pork steaks for the most fabulous experience that you'll ever have. Now, we need a vegetable. How about air-fried okra? In a plastic bag, I want you to put a cup of flour, one tablespoon of red pepper, one teaspoon of sage, garlic, and turmeric. Now, spray your your okra. You can have them uh, whole or chopped or even sliced down the center, but spray them with your favorite uh, oil spray. Now take them and shake them up in the plastic bag with the seasoned flour because you got all those spices in the flour. We're going to shake them. 
Now, remove them from that and put them on the sheet that you would put in your air fryer or convection oven. Set your oven to about 355 degrees Fahrenheit and roast that, uh, roast your okra for about 16 minutes or until they're crispy. You can do this in a convection oven as well, but what you want to do is not overcook them. You don't want them hard. You want them crispy. Now, let's say you want a little something extra with that pork and, and okra. How about some feta and red pepper biscuits? We're gonna take two cups of flour, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder. To that flour, we're going to add another roasted red pepper sliced up. We're going to crumble about four ounces or a half a cup of feta in there and two green onions. Let's add two tablespoons of garlic powder to that. Now, let's make a nice soft dough. Mostly uh, biscuits you can cut out with a biscuit cutter. In this case, you're going to spool about two tablespoons of the soft dough into your hot hand. You make it into a round bowl and put it on a cookie sheet, a greased cookie sheet. Bake it at 350 for 30 to 40 minutes or until golden brown. Let me tell you, those biscuits melt in your mouth and that feta and onion and garlic flavor with that roasted red pepper just accent the whole pork and okra meal. So have fun with your meal and make sure if you have any comments, questions, or you wish to buy my book, contact me at gkphotos, P-H-O-T-O-S, at gmail.com. That's gkphotos at gmail.com. And I accept challenges too. So if you'd like to throw a couple of challenges, whatever they are, I'd appreciate it. Thank you and have a wonderful week. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're back. Thank you, Georgette. Um, you know, as we know, Georgette's working. Uh, her husband's a priest, Greek priest, so she's at Mass. It's Soul Saturday. So uh, before we get back to the alderman here, you know, our guest last week got an award for her movie, Victoria. She received... Uh, let's see, PGA Innovation Award, Stay Alive, My Son. So congratulations. And Alderman, uh, one more time, um, you're running for Alderman. And the election is what day? Tuesday. Tuesday. Early voting is going on now through Tuesday the 28th. So you could vote today, tomorrow, Monday, or the 28th. So Okay, let's not do the old thing, vote often, vote early. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, well, somebody, somebody's <laughs> doing that, believe me. So. Yeah. We just, I don't know how they're getting away with it, but I don't yeah. know where they're at, but they're yeah. doing it. All right, here's the important question uh, Bobby and I have. Why of all these older men are retiring? Some of them are not that old. But they're maxed out. They're okay. maxed out on their pension. Okay. So, so for example, I'm just trying to think of some mm -hmm. guys go down the line. Let's, let's and I hate mentioning names, but Harry uh, Harry Osterman's a friend of mine, so Harry won't mind me mentioning him. Harry's maxed out, you know. Okay. Uh, Leslie Hairston, she won't men mind me mentioning her name. Leslie served for 28 years. She's maxed out. Wow. I mean, these people are working for free. This is an intense job, you know. That's Le right. Yeah. Leslie, I believe, is 60. Harry is like 45 or something. Um, Burke, as, as we know, he's been around forever. He's older. Um, you know, so people, you know, Maldonado is 70-something. He's maxed out. So a lot of people are maxed out. That's what people didn't get. The people that weren't maxed out that left a little earlier was Kappelman, but he's 72. Uh, Michelle Smith, she's two years older than me, so she's 66. She left. So, you know, you're up in age. This is a very, very, very demanding job. This is a 60 to 70 hour a week job. This is not. Oh, it's not. It's, it's a, not eight to two like people, everybody people thinks. People say it's a part time job. I say you're right. It is a part time job. It's just four part time jobs. That's you know? right. It's, I consider a part time job. You know, 20 hours a week. This is. 70 hours a week. So, yeah, it's a part-time job. It's just four part-time jobs. It's you have the office downtown. 
You have the I, office up here. The you have meetings. meetings. Yeah. You, how many committees did you say you're on? I'm on 10 committees, two commissions, and I'm the chair of one of okay. the committees. So, just whoa. to read all that stuff. That, that, that's not a full-time job. I go, to, I go to most of my CAPS meetings, most of my LSC meetings. Wow. I, I shouldn't say most. I go to a lot of them. I okay. try to go to as many wow. as possible. There's conflicts with a lot of them. But a lot of the people, are they're leaving because, one, they're older or two, they're maxed out, and they've been working for free. The question is, why did somebody like Walter Burnett stay, who's been working for free, Riley, who's working for free, Beal, who's working for free? So uh, those are the questions. And I and I really came inches away from not running again. The only reason I ran again, the main reason, of course, besides the fact that nine people work for me, uh, the, one of the main That's reasons true. is we lost a lot of institutional knowledge. This this city's going to be in trouble if we keep getting these lefty loons in there and they're going to take over the city council. This city's going to be in big trouble. Well, is, so we have, we have a lot you. of really good people on the council, but we have some really, really bad people on the council. So, yeah. and they are, What was they that stand, term? Lefty they, loons? Lefty loons, I call yeah. them all the time. I like that. <laughs> they are anti-police. They are anti-police, defund the police type people. How can you terrible. Beat it? You know, well, that, 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 that's just you're a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, and you know they want uh, social workers to yeah. go to incidents where you're at a, in a combative situation. Oof. Can you imagine some of the combative things you had in your career? Oh my God! And a social terrible. worker coming in. Oh, I saw as a fireman it. that we yeah. got there first and we saw what oh. happened. I couldn't imagine it if they had to work. set it the social. Work. It wouldn't work. Wow! It would be the instant. social worker wouldn't even want to go in there. They'd be standing outside waiting for the police. Yeah, instant wow. death. Well. Uh, city of Chicago people, we're all to, in this together. We're family. Let's get out there and vote. Yeah. Let's keep the city. Uh, I think we're number two or number three in, in the world, but I, we're number one in our in our books. Here. This is the number one city. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Bobby, Allerman, Bobby, uh, Nikki over there. Is there anywhere else? I mean, everybody says we'll go to Hawaii, but no, no this no. is it. We get Hawaii. You know, four or five months a year, yeah. we get mm-hmm. we get uh, Denver. Chicago's where it's at. <laughs> we got we got the four yeah. seasons. You Chicago's know, Chicago's where it's at. You know. All right. Well, thank you again. Uh, I'm trying to think, Bobby. Any announcements before we go? We probably got about a minute left. Just want to thank our sponsors and thank uh, our aldermen for coming in. Oh, thank you. It was you. a pleasure having you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Anytime you like I to come in. I always knew of you, but now I know you personally. Oh, so yes. Thank you, you know. for all your good work. Absolutely. And I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, next week we got uh, Skip on the phone. Let me get Skip's name here before he calls and says, Skip Graparis, singer, guitarist, comedian, impersonator, actor, and writer. My God. We're going to have enough time for our show there, Bobby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we also have that uh, canine segment. That's right. We're doing Nick. our canine segment next week. Thank next you. Next week, Nikki. We're all set. Uh, thank you, Devin. Yep. Welcome back. Good luck with the car. You know, I mean, hey, get you around. It's nice to have our engineer back. It he is. was on vacation it for is. a few weeks. That's it. All right, love you all. All right, have, have a, a great safe week. week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Thank you. The preceding program, Where Are They Now?, is sponsored by Art Andros and Bobby Drell of Hey Listen Communications. The views and opinions therein do not necessarily reflect those of News or Radio Company or its management.